American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Six Sour Studios. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Uh, Welcome inside Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Mark Walters on the Crossbreed Holsters Platinum Mic for you in the Six Sour Studios. All of it presented by X Insurance. Got to get program lined up for you today. A story I just saw pop up, literally an alert, just seconds ago on my phone. Greg down in Dallas, Tejas, running the boards, running the production. How are you, man? I am doing fine on a Taco Tuesday, or maybe it's Tsunami Tuesday in Florida. I'm not sure. Tsunami, huh? Yep. I, I, I saw a Fox News headline yesterday that, you know, I come from Tampa, right? I yep. came here from Tampa. Both my kids born there. Love Tampa. Miss home every day. Boarded up my house at least five times over the years. Lived through a number of hurricanes and tropical storms over the years. But this one was dubbed by Fox the storm of the century. Okay. Yeah. And I thought, (laughs) this is the hysterical reporting that's got people going crazy. And, of course, Amy Klobuchar in uh, New York is blaming the Republicans for hurricanes now. Uh-huh. I, you know, I, these people buy into this stuff, man. And you got to wonder, have you lived? Were you around? How old are you? You know, hurricanes created the, Flo- the Florida Peninsula. They'll take it someday. Same thing with the Outer Banks and everything else. And my gosh, it's the Earth doing what the Earth does. There have always been hurricanes long before humans were here. And they will be here long after humans exist. Ridiculous, hysterical reporting. But I saw a really disturbing Montana woman shoots and skins Siberian husky she mistook for a wolf. Did you see this? Oh, I did not see this. Wow. This just popped up on my alert. Wow. I don't even know why I got that alert. Maybe it's because it had shot and shoot. Oh, and Poor husky. Well, to make matters worse, after she realized what she did, she posted it to social media. Ugh. What is wrong with people? Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason, joins me today. I need some reason here. Andy, what in the world gives? Hey, you know what? If I got a wolf like that and I wanted to show it off to the world, I guess I would post it on social media as well. But once you found out what it was, maybe you should retract that a little. Like it's probably somebody's pet? Yeah. Yeah. That you just shot and killed and skinned alive. And then when you find that out, then you post it? Now, I'm curious on why she talked about the entire process of skinning it and everything else. I mean, was she trying to make a rug or was she trying to stuff it? What, she, what was the purpose? What was she trying to do here? It sounds like you had seen this. Did, did, were you aware of this? I was not aware of that one, no. I, I, you know, you've got women ordering sandwiches in Wawa's in Philadelphia while the place is going ape crazy berserk. I mean, just going nutso. And somebody's ordering a sandwich while the place is being looted and robbed by criminals and people are filming it. You've got Fox News telling you a hurricane, which is normal in Florida. Disturbing the century. Oh, my God. And now you have what is wrong with people? Why are you questioning the media, Mark? I mean, come on. They know what's going on. They're telling us the straight and, uh, you know, trying to keep us safe and sound. Oh, here we go. Oh, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Andy had to take it that way. <laughs> Andy, you know me better than that. Don't, don't put me in that direction. I've got a show to do here. Oh, my gosh. I, okay. I'm going to let. Uh, okay. I'm going to leave this I mean, one alone. Come on, the media's trying to Let's take Let's talk care about of you. Alec Baldwin. You want to talk about Alec Baldwin? How about we move to that? <laughs> Probably the safest thing to do at this moment in time. Uh, hold on, I hold on. almost said a bad word. Uh, you know, it's just lunacy that we're living in. It so is mind boggling. Moving on. So moving on. It's hard to do, AWR. It's hard to do. It's tough to do. People filming stuff while people are being beaten, nobody helping, people ordering sandwiches, media telling us that a hurricane in Florida, which is quite common, by the way, during what do we call the season? 
hurricane season. We know when it starts and we know when it ends. Oh, good heavens. Let's just go to Alec Baldwin. There is news on Baldwin, by the way, guys, and I'm sure you've probably seen this. Maybe you haven't. I don't know. It's kind of flying under the radar. But up to four people, including Baldwin, may may be charged. I guess the DA out there has kind of tipped their hat a little bit by mentioning up to four people could be facing charges. Now, obviously, we could decide and discern that Baldwin would be one of them, Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason, because he pulled the trigger, even though he says he didn't. The FBI, in their research, said he did. So we know he did because guns don't go off by themselves. Andy, is he going to be charged? Let's let's go there. Let's talk about this briefly. I mean, I hope so. I know that this would be a slap in the face to all the elites that think that they can get away with whatever they want to. So, yeah, if he gets charged with I think he should and I hope he does, then this would be a slap in the face to every elite out there that's still thinking they can do whatever they want to. And because of their elite status or the amount of money that they have or the celebrity status that they get, that they get off scot-free and that they get the slap on the wrist, get the home arrest in their nice little $2 million, $5 million mansion, whatever, and just kind of hang out and be like, oh, I'm so sorry about the things that I've done. Now, do I think that uh, he's remorseful? I think so. I think that he's also, though, trying to keep up his persona of it wasn't me, it was the gun, because I'm such an anti-gun radical that there's no way I would ever do such a thing. Like he said in his interview with 60 Minutes, there's no way I would ever pull the trigger with someone in front of a firearm like that. It was the gun that went off all by its magical lonesome, and I have no clue how it did that, and that's just the reason why guns are the problem with society. I think he's starting to learn pretty quickly right now that the gun is not the problem with society, but it's the idiot behind the gun that doesn't know how to use the gun that's the problem with society, and he's going to have a pretty rude awakening. Well, there's a couple things here that jump out at me, and I, I think we've talked about this before. I, I think it it bears repeating right now that we know that there's likely going to be some charges, which we predicted, honestly. Uh, a woman is dead, and Alec Baldwin is putting tweets out about his, you know, his life moments and new child when the person he killed is never going to experience any of that again in life. And I think that's just callous as the day is long. Just quiet. Just shut up and get out of the light. Okay, go ahead, Andy. I know it was me. Uh, Oh, Greg. Is anybody else noticing that these... The topic of him facing charges is coming almost a couple of days after his wife gave birth. Does that not seem like that that was, hey, can we put these off until the baby is born? Kind of an idea where he is bargained that. That he at least wanted to see his final child born before he started facing legal ramifications. That's an interesting concept. I mean, it very well could be. I would almost want it to be the opposite, though. If If I were in that situation... Uh, I mean, that's true. At the same time, wouldn't that bring more guilt? Like if you are guilty about it and you feel shame and you feel remorse for what happened, like wouldn't you feel that like, oh, I feel so guilty that like you just mentioned, Mark, I get to enjoy the birth of my child and I get to enjoy the wholesome family thing that I have. But I took that away from somebody else, even if he tries to put on the public persona of it wasn't my fault deep down he knows that he's guilty and he's probably being eaten up alive by it so to me that would almost feel like the guilt and shame internally of i get to enjoy this precious family moment that someone else doesn't get to enjoy any longer you know that's interesting i i hadn't thought about it in that perspective put this off my wife is pregnant let me get this let me go i don't know because all this happened back in april may was it about the end of april somewhere and so we are five months past so the wife could have been you know easily three four months along yeah that's interesting i don't know I, i there's a couple things i think that are going on here with baldwin first of all first of all let me make this very clear I do not believe Alec Baldwin intended to kill anybody. I don't. And I think if Alec Baldwin were smart, he would have realized that most people realize that he didn't try to kill this young woman, that it was a tragedy. It was an accident, but it was an accident caused by negligence that is going to have to be owned up to. There's no question about it. And I think if he was smart, he would have just shut up and owned it at that moment in time. But what he did, he did what the human mind tends to do in situations like this. 
he goes into denial. I didn't do it. He's convinced himself that he didn't do it. I believe that. Mm-hmm. The mind can do crazy things. We can compartmentalize things. That never happened. I didn't do that. And I think that's where Alec Baldwin is. Now, we're getting ready to take a break. and we come back, I want to finish my thought on that because it's really the basis of the direction we're going to go here, I think. And I believe Greg will agree with me. I think Andy will agree with me. And listeners, I think you might agree with me as well. I do not believe, I'll just state this before the break, that Alec Baldwin intended to kill anyone. Having said that, it looks like there are charges coming. And we'll talk about that. What should happen to Alec Baldwin We'll talk about it when we come back. The breaks, they always come, and they come quick. Greg's on the Zoom button. We'll be right back. America was founded through the blood of hard-fighting, hard-drinking men. Men who believed in freedom and whiskey. Who laid down their lives and their fortunes, forging the bedrock of this republic, and in doing so created a new species of man, the American. Lead Slinger's Whiskey was founded by seven combat veterans who were tired of people afraid to support the Second Amendment. Together, they brought their love of American bourbon whiskey to freedom-loving, like-minded Americans. For more information and to read the story of Lead Slinger's Whiskeys and Rum, visit LeadSlingersWhiskey.com today. AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org. Crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com.
Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show, indeed. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom today and every day in Hour 1 of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense on this Crossbreed Holsters Platinum Microphone in the Sig Sauer Studios. What a beautiful thing that is to say. Greg in Dallas running the boards, doing the production and everything done there in the knock. That's a, that's a great thing to say. Yeah, it's, it's Six awesome. Hour Studios. All of it presented by X Insurance. We just heard the rejoin from Daniel Defense. Make sure to check them out, DanielDefense.com. I will be emceeing the second annual Double D Foundation Banquet where we raised just shy of a, of a million dollars last year in October, and we're looking forward to surpassing that this year. I'll keep you posted. Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason, joins us today. Andy, welcome in. So I'm going to ask you a couple pointed questions here. Both of you guys, I want to hear your perspective on this. As I was leaving that previous segment heading into the break, I made the statement that I do not believe Alec Baldwin intended to kill anyone. I don't think that's the case. I don't think Alec Baldwin is a killer. Having said that, a 16-year-old driver exiting a neighborhood into oncoming traffic does not intend to kill a motorcyclist that he didn't see or she didn't see when they pull out in front of said motorcyclist. Yet that individual will likely be charged with vehicular homicide and could do time. Is that fair? I don't know if that's fair. I have issues with some of that when it's truly a tragic accident. Andy Hoosier, are there such things, question one for you, as just crappy, tragic accidents that happen by the very nature of the act that we're performing is dangerous by its very nature? Driving is dangerous. Don't tragic accidents just happen? They do. Yeah. Tragic accidents just happen and it's unfortunate. It is horrible when it does happen. But we know the risk, like you mentioned, when we get into a vehicle, we turn on that engine, we put on our seatbelt or don't put on our seatbelt. And then we go about our day driving down the road and we're texting or we're looking at the stereo or that we're talking to somebody on the phone or doing whatever that we do. We assume that risk. And when tragic accidents happen, did someone intend to harm or kill somebody? Of course not. That's not their intention at all. However, they assume that responsibility when they're behind the vehicle, when they're or when they're behind the the wheel of that vehicle, that if something happens, that they need to be vigilant to try and prevent that as much as possible. Can you prevent everything? Of course not. Your tire could blow. You could lose control and you could flip it. And guess what? That wouldn't be your fault unless you didn't do the diligence beforehand to make sure that your tires were actually filled up properly and to to make sure that your vehicle was uh, road ready to some degree. If you get a nail in it, then guess what? You're not going to be charged because it wasn't your fault when the tire blew by going onto a nail and having an accident. Tragic accidents happen. It's when the negligence, like you mentioned, falls into play to where does you're right did alec baldwin try to kill somebody no but when you have a firearm in your hand after years and years of anti-gun rhetoric talking about how evil the gun is and then you don't use the safety protocol even when you think there's a blank in it or that there's nothing wrong with the firearm that's still on you because you just like getting behind the wheel of a vehicle you had the firearm in your hand with your finger right there you assume that responsibility even if it is a tragic, a tragic accident. Greg, let me go to you on this one. Easy answer. Yes. Tragic accidents happen. You and I covered a tragedy, a just a blank, crappy thing that happened to that University of Tampa student from New York. Yep. Last week. Should someone go to prison? Now, Andy, my second question for you regarding this, I'm leading down a path here, as you can probably tell. Because I'm telling you this, here's what I believe. I believe that when you get a driver's license, you should have to sign documentation that says, I understand when I get on the road that it is inherently dangerous, that bad things may happen to me that might not be intentionally caused by another driver. If it's determined to be just a crappy, tragic thing, those things can happen. I accept that responsibility when I get on the road, would you have a problem signing something like that? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, so that begs the following question, Andy. Should the 16-year-old who turned out of a neighborhood that might be challenging to come out of 
and look one way, look the other way, not see something, pull back out, stop, see, and then pull back out. Should that individual be charged with homicide, have their lives ruined, and should that person be put in prison for that accident? And obviously there's a lot of mitigating mitigating circumstances here. Did that, was that person drinking? Did that person, those are circumstances, that person was drinking, all bets are off, okay? But should that person be put in prison for that tragic accident happening or not? That's an interesting one. Like you said, I mean, I think it it comes down to the circumstance. If someone is doing that due diligence and stopping, looking both ways, stopping, looking both ways, you know, creeping out there, inching little by little and then taking off, then the risk of or the probability of having an accident and running into someone is, I'm assuming, very, very low to none at all if you're actually aware of all your surroundings. So, I mean. I guess I would have to see the circumstance on something like that, because if someone did pull out and end up hitting somebody like that, then there's probably a reason for that. Did they not look both ways before they well, pulled me, out? How about they this? looking at their phone? My next question. Should the motorcyclist sign documentation that says something along the lines of, and guys, I promise I'm going somewhere with this is with Alec Baldwin. Should the motorcyclist sign documentation when they get their motorcycle endorsement to ride on the public streets? acknowledging that this vehicle is not as visible as an automobile. Someone may not be able to see me with the background, with the weather. It could be my fault because maybe I shouldn't have been on the road on those conditions. These things can happen, and I can't hold somebody who's not intentionally trying to do me harm responsible. Isn't that? should? Let's go there. Let's go down this rabbit hole because people's lives have been upended and I, I've, I've got I know cases personally of, of individuals that did 25 years for a tragic accident that happened. Simply an accident that should have never happened, but it did. And then the media gets involved and the public gets involved and somebody wants to blame somebody. And then eventually, after five years, that person gets out of prison. Lives are destroyed. Someone else is killed. So let's go there. Don't we know that motorcycles are not as visible as automobiles? I, I don't I know lots of bikers. I'm not one of them. Bikes scare me for that very reason. I don't know one biker that hasn't had a close call. Doesn't the motorcyclist bear responsibility for driving down the highway or down the road or wherever it may be on a vehicle that is not that visible? And we know that these things can happen. They can't be seen sometimes. Andy, what about that? Let's go there. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I I think what it comes down to with all this is the fact that right now we live in a society where we don't like to accept responsibility when things happen, which is what you kind of mentioned right before the last break, was that they don't like to accept that responsibility. Should someone sign that and say, yeah, you know what, I drive a motorcycle, therefore I'm very well aware of the fact that it's very difficult to see me and I have to do extra to let everybody know that I'm there? Sure, I think so. But we shouldn't have to do those things. It should come down to, well, you know what, man, I should use my turn signal when I turned here. Man, you know, I shouldn't be flying through traffic in between the lines because I'm on a motorcycle and can weave in between traffic here. Man, I should have not been looking at my cell phone when driving my car. We should already take the personal responsibility, and we don't seem to do that much in society anymore. Interesting concept. When we come back, I'm going to take all of that conversation to Alec Baldwin. And I want to ask you to think about this, listeners. Alec Baldwin didn't intend to kill anybody, but that young lady's dead, isn't she? There's negligence involved. Let's go down the rabbit hole when we come back. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. AAR listeners, you're tuned in to personal security. It's why you carry a gun or maybe own a fire extinguisher. Why wouldn't you do the same with the financial assets you've accumulated over the years? Cornerstone Asset Metals is managed by accredited asset management specialists that serve your needs in protecting and preserving your wealth through dedicated, customized strategies just like they do for me. Founder and CEO Terry Strake and his team are here to serve you. Visit CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for more information and to talk to an advisor. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for more. 
Armed American Radio listeners, I'm proud to announce a new partner here on the Armed American Radio Daily Defense Program, Revelation1911Armory.com. Family owned and operated. The family started the company in order to protect our Second Amendment rights, and it's grown into a full-fledged online business. We want everybody to be able to exercise and express their God-given rights. Revelation1911Armory.com does that. What's available for you? Ammo, handguns, rifles, shotguns, magazines, accessories, and more. Revelation1911Armory.com. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but necked down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. Hi, it's Mark Walters, your host of Armed American Radio. If your company sells only the highest quality products and you're looking for a way to reach these listeners, you're talking to the right guy. Armed American Radio has a package available to fit every budget from startup to the seasoned advertiser looking for that perfect way to reach this massive audience on roughly 250 stations in the top markets in the nation. We're everywhere, and the show continues to explode across the country after 10 years. Together, we can help you reach a highly engaged and extremely knowledgeable audience. To hear your brand on this huge radio program for less than you ever thought possible and to speak directly with me, reach out to CCW Broadcast Media LLC right away at mark at armedamericanradio.org. Mark at armedamericanradio.org. And together, we'll bring your brand to Armed American Radio listeners and keep this powerful voice for gun rights on the airwaves. Again, to speak directly to me, reach out to me at mark at armedamericanradio.org. That's mark at armedamericanradio.org. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, welcome back to the show indeed. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom today and every day on the Crossbreed Holsters mic in the first hour of the show. All of it presented by X Insurance, and we are in the SIG Sour Studio. Such a beautiful thing to say. Make sure to take, your, your, take the opportunity, please, and visit all of our partners at armedamericanradio.com. Check them out. Support the people, the businesses, the entrepreneurs, the companies, and the individuals that make this discussion possible six days a week. Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason, joins us. Welcome back, Andy. It's a fascinating conversation. You ready to continue? Let's do it. Okay. So we talked about the motorcyclists. We talked about the you know the homicide the we, the tragedy some sometimes life just happens right bad things just happen do we put someone in prison because bad things happen as greg and i talked about last week with the kid in tampa that was pounding on the door likely drunk at 1:30 in the morning after getting dropped off by an uber and the guy in the car whose door was being pounded on thought it was being carjacked because he had every right to believe that could absolutely happen and he defended himself from what he thought was a carjacker and it wound up being an innocent college kid. Should he be charged with a crime? Not in my estimation. No, that's just one of those. I signed up for this when I was born. Life tragedy things can happen, right? Sometimes blanky things just happen. Now, let's go to Baldwin. I don't believe Baldwin intended to kill anybody. 
it looks like there's going to be, according to this prosecutor, if you read into this, I don't think you have to read into it. They said that there could be as many as four separate jury trials. And let me make this very clear. We don't know that Alec Baldwin is one of those four jury trials. It could be four other people. Doesn't the actor on the set have a right to believe that the prop gun handed to him or her is in fact a prop gun and there will be no live ammo in it. That is protocol that Alec Baldwin and every other actor who has ever used a firearm on any movie ever made has always believed since the dawn of guns in movies. Fair comment? I, I, I don't know. I mean, if again, I try to put myself in the situation. If I were in that situation, I don't care what they say to me and say these are blanks, these are all good, and they hand it to me on the set. Me being the paranoid guy that I am, I come back and I still check it and I open it up and I look at it and I check everything and I still handle it as if it's live just because I'm a paranoid guy like that. Maybe he's gotten comfortable on the set to where he trusts the person, which it didn't sound like it. If I remember correct, the prop guy was relatively new on the set or to media or to movies like that, or at least working with Alec Baldwin. So, but I, I I don't know. I'm still a paranoid guy. So I still wouldn't treat it as if it's just a fake gun, just because someone said it on the set and told that to me. And I I'm expected to trust them. Now that's you. And that would be me too, because I'm adept with firearms. I've been around them my whole life. That's the same protocol that I would have followed. Right. I, see the guy behind the gun counter i just did it last week and i do it every i see the guy behind the gun counter clear the gun that he's handing me i clear it when i take it from him even though i just watched him clear it that's just force exactly. of habit right but alec baldwin as an actor on the set doesn't that person have a reasonable belief based on the protocol in place that it's not a real gun we know that and guns are pointed at people on sets because it's a movie set so by very nature of the filming, we're violating those rules of gun safety because we know it's a prop gun and we know it's a movie. Now, I was just watching True Grit the other day, the new one with Jeff Bridges in the new one, the latest one with Jeff Bridges and Haley Steinfeld in it. Fantastic movie. If you've never seen it, my estimation is better than the original with John Wayne. Sorry, it just is. Jeff Bridges is fantastic. But there's a scene in the movie where they're in a little you know, cabin. And the guy that they're talking to behind the table gets angry at the other guy for dropping dime on him, stands up with a knife, cuts his fingers off, stabs him in the chest, and Rooster Cogburn pulls his firearm at point-blank range, shoots him in the head, knocks him against the wall, and kills him instantly. Doesn't Jeff Bridges have the reasonable belief that the gun he's using in the filming of that scene is not real and that it is, in fact, a prop gun and that it is not loaded with real rounds and the guy is going to get up off the floor because it's an actor? And if yeah. there's an accident, should Jeff Bridges be charged with a crime and put in prison? I'm not defending Alec Baldwin. I'm simply asking these questions. Andy. Yeah, I, I think it comes tough yeah, stuff, it comes isn't down it? To, it is tough. It's, it's very tough on a philosophical level of who is to blame and who takes the responsibility of that one. And I think, like you said, even with circumstances in there, there are circumstances to limit that, which is that negligence and where that negligence comes down to and who actually that falls on and i think that's really what it comes down to in these types of circumstances is who had the most negligence to allow this to happen are there those scenarios to where you know everything played out perfectly but yet something happened i'm sure there are and that's where i think the legal system falls behind and that's where we try to create laws unnecessarily because we just don't as a collective take responsibility and say yeah you know what we all could have done better here but yeah i'm sure that there are those situations like that where something happened that's completely out of our hands and control and then you know should someone be blamed for that i don't think they should someone's dead the woman is dead she will never experience childbirth she will never see her children grow up she will never experience retirement with her husband and the rest of things that life afforded her. She is dead as a result of what occurred. Should Alec Baldwin go to prison for that? That's where we go here. Should the 16-year-old kid go to prison for life happening? And again, there's a lot of mitigating circumstances here. We assume certain things here, okay? The kid didn't see the motorcycle. And if you go back and recreate the scene and bring a motorcycle down the road and you look at the foliage at that moment in time and see what that kid saw, it's probable, you know, likely that you wouldn't have seen it either. Okay? 
Should the kid go to prison? Should Alec Baldwin go to prison when he had no intention of harming anyone that day? And this was, in fact, a tragedy. In hindsight, avoidable. But remember, we are looking at this from the benefit of the rearview mirror in hindsight. These are these are tough questions that the system is going to have to answer. Can he be two questions? Should he go to prison or can he be held accountable or the others be held accountable and not go to prison? Let me tell you something. Whoever put that live round in there. Boom. That's where this lies in my estimation. Okay. Big difference there. Should Alec Baldwin, let's just talk about him. Should Alec Baldwin go to prison for what happened? And we all believe that he didn't intend to kill her. Again, I'm not defending him. I'm just asking the question. Yeah. I don't know. I, I am still I personally of the belief that I think that, yeah, I think he should. You're right. I think whoever put the actual live round into the firearm should be the one primarily held accountable i don't think he should be charged like first degree murder or anything but i do think that he needs to have a massive slap on the wrist as well for not um for not double checking for securing for being negligent on his end as well but i think the brunt of the punishment does need to go to whoever put that live round in there or even introduce the live round to the set if you want to back up in hindsight even further greg i'd like your opinion on some of this yeah, I, I think we've missed a lot of details that haven't been released to the public, obviously. Um, I, I can't help but think that there's some negligence here, definitely, and there should be some accountability to it. I do not think Alec Baldwin should go to prison for the rest of his life. Um, uh, I, it's hard to say because, you know, I'm not a, as adept at the law as others would be. Uh, but there is there's certainly some negligence negligence here. Like you guys have stated, I would do the same thing. They hand me the firearm. I clear it first before I even do anything with it. And that's I guess that's just because we're, we're sitting at a table of guys that understand firearms and firearm safety. Correct. And anytime one's put in your hand, we have a routine that we go through. And I, that's that's just the way I see it. Yeah, you've got dopey actors and actresses who know absolutely nothing about firearms that are just doing their job acting, Andy, and have a crew of people there that I believe they have a reasonable belief, know what they're doing. Isn't that their jobs? Yeah. So the question is, to what degree should that punishment be? for pulling that trigger. This is where Alec Baldwin gets himself in trouble when he said, I didn't pull the trigger. And in fact, he did pull the trigger. There's that. We'll talk about that when we come back too. But these are these are important questions, not just for the Alec Baldwin situation, but for life in general, because sometimes bad things happen in life. Does that always result in someone going to prison? Interesting stuff. We'll be right back. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. AAR listeners, you're tuned in to personal security. It's why you carry a gun or maybe own a fire extinguisher. Why wouldn't you do the same with the financial assets you've accumulated over the years? Cornerstone Asset Metals is managed by accredited asset management specialists that serve your needs in protecting and preserving your wealth through dedicated, customized strategies just like they do for me. Founder and CEO Terry Strake and his team are here to serve you. Visit CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for more information and to talk to an advisor. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for more. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. 
the North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but necked down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. Armed American Radio listeners, I'm proud to announce a new partner here on the Armed American Radio Daily Defense Program, Revelation1911Armory.com. Family owned and operated. The family started the company in order to protect our Second Amendment rights, and it's grown into a full-fledged online business. We want everybody to be able to exercise and express their God-given rights. Revelation1911Armory.com does that. What's available for you? Ammo, handguns, rifles, shotguns, magazines, accessories, and more. Revelation1911Armory.com. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. All right, back to the show. Mark Walters on the Crossbreed Mic with you in the Six Hour Studios. All of it presented by X Insurance. We'll talk about X Insurance in a little bit more detail in the next hour of the program. Please visit all of our partners. Do you have food yet? If you live in Florida or even Georgia, and you don't have an emergency supply of food, I qu- why? It's peace of mind. You've got a storm coming that is going to likely knock out power in a lot of locations across both of those states. Hopefully not where I am because I need to get on an airplane Saturday morning and it's supposed to be up in my neck of the woods and I'm hearing rumblings of the airport closing. And guess what happens? If my power goes out, my fa- I've got food here. Do you? Heaven's Harvest has you covered. It's simple, 183 bucks. Save up for it if you have to. Use the promo code AAR. Clayton Llewellyn and his family will ship it to you for free. You will sleep better at night if you use the promo code CASE. You'll get the Pelican pistol case. Take your pick. I've got two of the cases. So that tells you the direction I would tell you to go. But for crying out loud, do something about that. Have some emergency supplies on hand. You should be doing that regardless of where you live. But this is a great example and, and, and really highlights why we have these things and why we plan ahead. All right, welcome back to the show. A, a, a difficult conversation we're having right now. Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason. You know, what's interesting is when I ask these questions, I hear the hesitation from both Greg and from you, Andy, because they are tough. They're, they're tough. There's no easy answer to this. Now, let me, again, get personal with you, Andy. My son was in, and this is really cool, guys, if you've never heard me say this. Have you ever watched Ozark? The yes, Netflix, it's a very popular Netflix series, right? Yes, great show. My son is in season one, episode seven, mm-hmm. in a scene with firearms. When they were searching for someone for that particular part, which my son got, believe it or not, they wanted a photograph of a young kid who at the time he was 13 years old with a firearm. So he took his M&P, Smith & Wesson M&P, AR, it was the 22, the AR-22. 
And we sent the photograph, and it was a great photograph. Justin Bateman himself selected my son out of that lineup of photographs. So he became what was known as a special extra. My wife took him to Alpharetta where that scene was filmed. She was with him all day while they were filming it. They went over multiple takes on the scene. And I knew that there were firearms on the set. Didn't bother me in the least. Why? Because as a parent, I had a reasonable expectation that they knew what they were doing on the scene, on the set with the firearms. That I had that expectation, Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason. I wasn't concerned about it in the least. Nor do I think actors across the board are concerned about it because there's a protocol that they follow. Do, do the protocols need to be changed as a result of what happened? I would say yes, because somehow a live round got on that set. Now we go back to that question. Who's going to be held accountable and should they go to prison for that? To what degree do we charge and what type of punishment do we seek when we know that the individual did not intentionally try to harm someone? And it is a difficult question, and there are no easy answers to this. And we hope the judicial system in this process plays out and works, Andy. But at what, you see, I, I had that reasonable expectation when I sent my son to go film a scene that required firearms in it. Sure. Didn't I? Well, you're right. I mean, you have that expectation because you would think that as the professionals, the people on set, the prop sets, uh, the prop managers or whoever that's dealing with this stuff would do the training, not just for the main character, or the main actor that does this for a living, but also those that are on the set that are the extras or the specials or people that normally don't do this stuff that are just there to be the body in the background that they teach everybody and they do it at almost an elementary level to make sure that it's all done. And I don't know the scenario in this situation, especially, uh, I don't know if it's even comparable. I don't know if, you know, everybody in that shot was all the professionals at that time. So therefore they kind of loosened up a little bit, which goes back to the negligence because, well, you know, everybody knows what they're doing. We've done this a million times. It's just fine. And they didn't go through that elementary uh, safety protocol because of the newbies that may be on the set. If I if I remember correctly, this one was actually even not during the shooting, but as a practice as everybody else was taking a break, which means that the guard was down again as well because they weren't at that heightened level of everybody around at the same time because they were looking at camera angles for the actual shot. But you're right. When you brought your son on, when other people go on the set like that, then you have that level of expectation of what they're expected to do because of their professionalism and the fact that they do this for a living, uh, which brings up that interesting point again for Alec Baldwin is who dropped the ball on that to put a live round in a firearm when everybody was expecting it to go the way that it was supposed to go in a certain manner. Yeah, and everybody, you know, I, I believe me, I'm no fan of Alec Baldwin. He's a loudmouth buffoon. Here's let me just close out Baldwin conversation with this. If Alec Baldwin were smart and again, we're looking at this with the benefit of hindsight. Alec Baldwin would have owned everything. Yes, I pulled the trigger. Yes, we were doing a live rehearsal. No, I don't know how the gun had a live round in it. Yes, I sought help for her immediately. And instead, what did Baldwin do? I didn't pull the trigger. No, I didn't pull the trigger. I didn't happen. He blaming everybody else. He didn't take ownership of anything. And that's going to come back to haunt him. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Because that shows when the FBI, and believe me, when you take this to court, Andy, and the FBI experts get up there and say there's no possible way that gun fired by itself. It had to have the trigger pulled when they did that in, in court is going to be devastating to Baldwin, who is going to sit there because he's already said it. He's got no choice now. He's got to follow the lie through. Right. Yeah. I didn't pull the trigger. It's his word against the FBI. If you're sitting on the jury, who are you going to believe? Loudmouth Alec yeah. Baldwin or the well, FBI exactly. where there's a dead woman. If Alec Baldwin had owned it and said, of course, I pulled the trigger. It was a movie set. It was part of the scene. That's why it had blanks in it. We were doing a live rehearsal. We were lining up the shot, the movie shot, the camera angles, etc. And this happened. I was devastated when it happened. We all immediately saw it. If he had done that, it, people would be viewing him in a different light, I believe. And if he yeah. goes in front of a jury and has to face that difference between what he said and what the FBI said, he's going to lose on that count. The question becomes one of punishment. And I go back to the, you know, to the kid with an accident. And again, I'm going to give you a real life stupid scenario here, Andy. I was in the AAR vet today 
coming back from Home Depot early this morning when I came up over a hill on a curve in a neighborhood behind my neighborhood cutting through the back roads because it's so fun to drive in the AAR vet. And as I came up over the hill, dude, let me tell you something. I'm glad I had my wits about me because there were about 15 large geese in the middle of the road. I did not swerve into the other lane, which I absolutely instinctively thought about doing in a split second. Had there been another vehicle coming? Boom, collision. My fault? Avoiding the geese? You see, we go back to the same question. If someone was hurt, negligent, where does that lie? Sometimes crappy things just happen. I don't know that this is one of them. Andy, I'll give you the last word before we go to the break. What do you think? I agree. Give us your prediction real quick. Well, I think the prediction is, is you're right. I mean, I think it comes down to his testimony that he's lying as opposed to owning up to it. Because if he did show remorse and say, like you mentioned, you know, I messed up, you know, I, I can't believe this. We are right there to aid. Yes, I did fire it. Who's responsible? I want to get down to this. I think it would have a different outcome as opposed to his official testimony is the gun went off on itself because I'm a victim in this situation and I could do no wrong. I think that has a lot to play into the scenario. So I think he will get in trouble along with whoever actually was negligent in putting that, that bullet in there. Yeah, I agree. Uh, We'll wait and see what happens. It looks like there's going to be some charges. It is a fascinating conversation. No question about it. And there really are no easy answers. Uh, A lot of us that don't like Alec Baldwin jump to conclusions. I'll put him in prison for the rest of his life. Does he really deserve that? Okay. Let's talk about it reasonably and, and actually have the conversation. Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason. Thank you for being here. We appreciate it very much. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got another hour. Some great stuff to cover for you. Running out of time now, so stick around. We'll be back at six minutes after the hour. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense continues right after this. Don't go away. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all-day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high-quality leather and a premium indoor-outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800-978-9358, and remember, use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. 